Hello and welcome to Light Body Radio. I am your host, Dr. Lara May. I am a clinical pharmacist, Reiki master, and intuitive integrative health coach. As a health coach, I provide a safe, supportive process for aligning your dreams with your intentions. I will guide you to take small right action toward reaching your goals every week. Let's turn your vision into your reality today. everybody, this is Dr. Lara May here with Light Body Radio and Light Body Healing and Consulting. And today I want to sort of go over and give you the highlights of a nine-part series I did on meditation. And if you didn't see it or um, you only read a couple of the pieces of the nine-part series, I definitely encourage you to go back and look at it again or look at it for the first time. But for the purpose of today, I just want to go through and give you some of the high points and try really try to help you reach new heights and depths within your meditation practice. So have you tried meditating in the past and failed or just gotten frustrated? Or do you feel like it's impossible for you to quiet your mind or sit still? No worries, you are not alone. All of us go through this. You know, even some of the most um, dedicated meditators still have days where their mind is racing and they just can't sit still. So just give yourself a break and go back and say, I'm going to be gentle with myself and I'm going to lower my expectations that I will attain ultimate enlightenment with this meditation practice and just take it one day at a time. So it's very important to understand that with any new undertaking, there will always be questions and adjustments and your mind will probably want to talk you out of it. But if you persist and you're patient and then you experiment a little and have some fun, you'll eventually get to where you want to be and probably even in a better place than you expected that you could be. So I want to remind you to have fun with this. This should be fun. And granted, there are some tangible benefits that we'll go over. And there's also, of course, you know, spiritual and enlightenment benefits. But the most important thing is to have fun and to enjoy it. Now, meditation is not something that will happen overnight. You won't just magically have a perfect practice. But if you're willing to try different methods until you find one that works for you, then I trust and I know that you will find something that will work for you and that will help you achieve the goals that you're looking for. And so I definitely want to encourage you to peruse YouTube. It is a great resource for all different types of guided meditations, sorry. And um, so whether you are looking for um, a mantra or you're maybe looking for like, um, you want to do like a guided walk in the woods, or maybe you're looking for something a little bit more heady, like you want to connect with your higher self and your angels, or maybe even some lucid dreaming or astral travel. All of that is on YouTube. So just, again, like get creative, start searching around and see what comes forward. So I first want to give you some very beginner tips. So just start, I want you to start to focus on your breathing throughout the day. And I want you to pay attention to when you're holding your breath, when your breath is tight and high up in your chest, 
or when you are maybe like sucking in your gut and not allowing a full breath to come through. So I just want you to start, you know, maybe today or tomorrow to set an intention or maybe even actually set a reminder on your phone for like once every hour, once every couple hours to take a moment to notice how you're breathing, where in your body you're breathing. Are you breathing through your accessory muscles, which are like um, the back of your ribs and your neck? Or are you fully breathing through filling up your diaphragm and letting your belly expand and then, you know, filling your whole body up? Most of us very rarely breathe that way unless we are consciously making an effort to, but that is the best way to breathe. So also notice if your shoulders are coming up to your ears. If your shoulders are coming up to your ears, that means you're using your neck and your accessory muscles to breathe and you're not getting a full breath and you're not getting all the benefits of taking of that taking a full breath can do for your body. I hope that made sense. <laughs> so also I want you to um, start to be intentional when you sit down to meditate. So set an intention for yourself. And I think that way you'll feel a little bit more connected and your mind might not be totally still because that's a pretty high expectation. And I go, I'll go over later about why that's sort of a misconception of a totally still mind. But um, if you have an intention that you can keep bringing your mind back to, it will help you feel more connected with your practice. And again, meditation is a practice. It's a learned skill. It is not something, unfortunately, that just is automatic for us. So um, again, just think of it as a practice. And make sure when you sit down to meditate that you are dressed appropriately. Uh, if you're trying to sneak away uh, for a meditation break during your lunch hour, and but you're dressed in you know high heels and pantyhose and a or a suit and tie, those aren't the most comfortable clothes and it's probably going to be distracting for you. So do yourself a favor in every way possible and set yourself up for success. Now, I definitely, if you are trying to do that meditation practice in the middle of the day, that's great. But I would also encourage you maybe to do one right before bed or first thing in the morning where you are best set up to be in comfortable clothes and to be in a quiet place and to not be rushed. So um, think about those things too. And also you want to begin your practice with releasing all of the tension in your body and all of the tension in your body parts. And so one of the things that um, I like to do is take my clients uh, through a guided meditation of either working up from the feet or down from the crown of the head and just focusing on releasing all the tension. So inhale, you bring in attention to the part of the body and then exhale, you release it all out. And um, at the end of this, I think it'll be fun to take you guys through meditation. So um, stay tuned for that at the end. And um, just keep working through this until you feel like totally relaxed. And um, on, honestly, if you're having trouble sleeping, a great way to help yourself fall asleep is to walk yourself through this ultimate relaxation and just allow yourself to fall asleep at the end. Not every meditation is designed with sleep in mind, but there definitely are some appropriate times for that. So, um, and that's actually how I started my meditation practice 
when I was in pharmacy school, I was really suffering with insomnia. And so, and I was taking Benadryl and that wasn't working and um, trying all these things. And finally, uh, I was like, well, I'll just try. I started with guided meditations to help me fall asleep. And it really did help. And now my practice has grown immensely since then. And uh, I really love it. And it's something I still do on a daily basis, sometimes twice a day. So that's the other thing I want to encourage you is to be consistent. So find a time of day uh, that you can really tangibly and realistically do every day. So is it 10 to 15 minutes before bed? Is it five to 15 minutes after you wake up in the morning? Or uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe you're a regular yoga practicer and it's um, in conjunction with your yoga practice or maybe um, with the gym or something else. Or maybe it's while your kids are at swim practice or I don't know. Just think about like where you can fit in an extra five to 15 minutes of stillness. And I know that might be asking a lot, but I really do encourage um, encourage it. And I, I definitely think it's possible even for the busiest of persons. All right. So what are some more challenges that come up when we are new to the practice of meditation? I think the first one and the, the one I hear the most is it's so hard to focus. So in the beginning, you may have pretty high expectations for yourself that ha- that you've gotten from um, the media, social media, maybe friends and family that meditate and, you know, maybe they've been practicing for years like I have. And so you immediately start comparing yourself to that person instead of accepting where you are right where you are, and then going from there. So take away those high expectations and just accept yourself where you are and find your mind and accept it and sit quietly. And if that's your mantra, just saying, I accept where I am. I accept where I am. Or maybe it's just as simple as focusing on the breath If you close your eyes and it's fairly quiet around you, you can hear yourself breathing and sometimes you can hear your heart beating. So focus on those sounds and focus on how rhythmic they are. Breathing and our heart beating are autonomic, meaning like our body does them without us having to think about it. And so take advantage of that and that natural rhythm that our body goes about without us having to tell it to do that. That is one of the simplest ways to start a meditation practice. Another thing you can do is pick a focal point. Um, If you don't want to meditate with your eyes closed, you can pick a focal point in the center of the room or you can light a candle and just rest your gaze on the flame and just let your mind sort of melt into um, the dancing flame of the candle. That's really nice. Uh, You can also do what we call a four square breath. And so that's where you inhale for a count of four, you hold for a count of four, you exhale for a count of four, and then you hold that exhale for another count of four. And then you just repeat that. And that is a way that will really get you to, you'll focus on the counting and you'll focus on the breathing. And most likely you'll forget about the other things that you think that it's hard to focus. (laughs) So uh, one of the other complaints, and I think this is sort of in the same vein, is that um, you say, I think too much. My mind is racing. Too many distractions. So 
If you don't have a designated quiet space for your meditation, I really encourage you to um, build a little altar and set up a space where with a cushion and maybe some candles or some crystals or um, uh, maybe using a mala to meditate with. Do something that's ritualistic. And this will help you um, look forward. You'll feel at ease and at peace in this space. And um, because there's, you know, it's multifactorial. We humans are very complicated beings and we're not just one dimensional. So we can't say, okay, meditate and then snap of our fingers and it's done. We really uh, function off uh, the tangible. So how does it look? How does it feel? How does it smell? Um, So maybe light some incense, uh, light a candle, get comfortable, set up your space to it's a place that you are um, looking forward to going to and that you know, will be mm, inviting and secure and calming. Another thing I hear uh, a lot is, um, well, I have difficulty breathing with a rhythm, which is really interesting, because like I said before, our body breathes without us telling it to. So it already has a rhythm. We've just become out of touch with it. Or we're so anxious and wound up in ourselves that that rhythm has become really fast and anxious and stressful in and of itself to our body and not relaxing and not healthy. So that's why I like to encourage my new clients that are new to meditation to do just the focus on your own breath. So, you know, at first I tell them to close their eyes and get still and and I guide them through deep breathing, long and slow, deep inhalations. And then eventually I stop talking, but that long and slow breathing continues without me telling them to. And so I think that speaks um, also to the benefit of our body will take over. All it needs is just a little guidance in the right direction. All right, so what's next? Okay, so the next thing I wanna talk about is um, learning to relax. And as Westerners and Americans, we really have to try to relax, most of us. It seems counterintuitive, but unfortunately, we don't have that Italian culture of la dolce far niente, which is the sweetness of doing nothing. So I'm sure you have encountered friend or family member who tells you to man, just relax, chill out. And don't you just love that? Doesn't that just make your blood pressure rise a little bit? So, um, and of course, some of us are more high strung and nervous by nature and we're all different and that's cool and that's awesome. And that's what makes the world go around is all of our uniqueness. But um, we certainly are not doomed to be that way. And we can change if we choose to, we just have to be intentional with our focus and our perception and um, really just decide. So the first step to anything is deciding, making that that decision. Everything starts with one decision, one choice. It's a very powerful thing to do, even though we oftentimes don't realize it. So once you've decided to incorporate relaxation and meditation into your life, the next logical step is action. So a great way to learn how to relax um, is to practice meditation. 
There are several forms of meditation that I've talked about already. Um, and the I think the best thing is to try a bunch of different ones and figure out what works for you. Um, maybe you uh, like to incorporate your meditation into your yoga practice. So maybe a yin yoga practice or the restorative style is really what your body and your lifestyle needs. Maybe you're very A-type and you have a high-paced job and a very high-demand life. And so really what's going to bring balance to you is a yin or restorative style of practice, both in mind and in body. So um, I think one of the most important tools to gather is the tool of time. And again, scheduling and making time for your meditation and your relaxation is just important as scheduling your workout, is just important as scheduling what time you're going to be at work and what time you're going to leave work and what time you're going to have your meeting and yada, 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 all the other things we schedule. You must schedule in your relaxation and your self-care time as well. All right, so I would also suggest maybe finding a friend or family member to be an accountability partner for you. Have someone there that is just as dedicated and committed as you are. And so when either of you start to falter, you know that you have that person to call or text and say, hey, I need help. I am like super not motivated today or I just I really want to, but I don't know how I'm going to fit it in. Um, Whatever it is, knowing that you have that person there for support that also understands what you're going through and also has a similar goal in mind. All right, so I want to talk to uh, now about the misnomer of the quiet mind or the completely still mind. I mean, Okay, we're humans. We're very cognitive beings. We have, I don't know how many thoughts. It's a lot of thoughts every day. And so this concept of completely quieting your mind, I think, is sets up an unrealistic expectation for most of us. And it sort of, um, I think, builds a barrier and makes the whole concept of meditation unattainable and, and um, almost like, well, I'm never going to be able to do that, so why even try? So in my opinion, absolutely nobody has a totally still and quiet mind. So, but there are a few things that um, you can, that can help you with this. And the first thing is the art of gratitude. And so um, if you focus on gratitude, it offers your mind something to smile about, regardless of your outside circumstances. Focusing on the people, places, and things that make you grateful gives your mind a quiet respite that it needs to stay active and healthy in the future. So even being grateful of the bad, quote, the bad things in your life um, has been called a, quote, mindful revolution by Jack Cornfield. And if you're a follower of Abraham or Esther Hicks, then you know like step five is being able to find the gratitude in the midst of the contrast. So the cultivation of mindfulness still allows us to be present in our bodies in the life that we have and we're creating for ourselves. And so I think this um, begins the uh, lovely cycle of even when things don't turn out the way we expected, we're still able to be appreciative and grateful and still quiet our minds in the chaos. 
And like I mentioned before, the Italian culture of um, creating time for the sweetness of doing nothing. We all have busy schedules, and that is a known fact. And we all set our schedules to overflowing. But um, setting up your time for quieting your mind is of the utmost importance. And I think also, too, like maybe also putting on the expectation of, oh, my God, I have to. I'm not a good meditator if I can't sit still and quiet for 30 minutes or an hour or 90 minutes. And um, especially for a beginner and even a lot of times for a dedicated meditator, those are that's quite a long time and quite a big expectation. So I want to encourage you to just be able to be in the moment and maybe set aside 60 seconds if you know let's say if you're busy at work there can you take 60 seconds to just quiet your mind go inward listen to your breath and then go back to work and then on your lunch break maybe have the five to ten minute meditation that we talked about before and then maybe before bed then you do your 15 to 20 minute or maybe really then that's where you do your full-on yoga nidra practice for an hour which is the yogic practice of sleep or you give yourself that time to be fully guided down into sleep so you know get creative allow yourself different time spans and different um, moments and commitments to really figure out maybe there's obviously not just one way to skin a cat and how you're really going to thrive with the creativity of your meditation practice. So can meditation really improve your physical health? My answer is a very much hearty yes. So if nothing else, and you know, maybe you're not one of those people out there that has high blood pressure, but a lot of us, even if we don't have, have had blah, 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 have high blood pressure, we definitely go through um, periods, whether they be five minutes during our workday or maybe like a whole week or two weeks if we're working on a really, really stressful project that, you know, our blood pressure is raised, our stress levels are heightened, which also increases the inflammatory markers in our body and starts to, you know, create inflammation and break us down and make us more likely to get sick, whether it's just a common cold or major things like heart disease and cancer. So meditation by uh, calming yourself, by, excuse me, improving, excuse me, the physical aspects of yourself, um, lowering your blood pressure, lowering your heart rate, slowing down your breath. All of these things improve your cardiovascular health. They can, you can use meditation to um, work with uh, pain disorders. And so if you're a person that struggles with chronic pain, you can use meditation to focus your energy on that point to release whatever is there. You can um, heal your autoimmune disorder with meditation by decreasing that inflammation in your body. Uh, maybe you have joint and arthritic inflammation, or there's um, even menopause symptoms with the um, hormone swings. Meditation really can help calm and balance all of those things. And there are some um, direct scientific studies that uh, correlate those benefits. So um, just as much as the physical benefits, you have 
the mental benefits as well. So if you um, suffer from anxiety or depression, meditation can be extremely helpful to help you break through those psychological patterns and find a place of calm and ease. And then, of course, there's the spiritual aspects of meditation that I mentioned a little bit before, too, whether it's getting in touch with your higher self or your angels or astral traveling or maybe doing a past life regression. All of these things are different types of meditation and will take you to different places and on totally different levels. And I have to say, I really enjoy it. It's really so cool and so much fun. All right, so we've talked about so much stuff. So far, I really haven't talked about, though, the proper sitting for proper breathing. So let's go over that a little bit. So first and foremost, you want to make sure you're comfortable. Sitting upright with a straight spine will help the energy flow and prepare you for proper breathing. Um, If you want to lay down, uh, that's okay. But um, if you're not doing any type of meditation that is the goal of like a deep travel or sleep, then I would really recommend sitting up so that you can be more mindful and more conscious and stay in your body. So um, I would suggest try sitting on a cushion or a bolster or a pillow because raising your hips just that little bit can really improve the comfort, take away the stress out of the lower back and allow you to sit longer as the more that you practice and the more your body gets used to being in that position. Also, um, I talked a little bit about this before, but the relaxation of the body. So once you've gotten into a comfortable seat, it's important to relax your body to prepare it. And um, in the traditions of yoga, this is really where asana comes in. So There's eight limbs of yoga, asana, which are the poses, is only one of the eight limbs. And um, meditation is another one of the eight limbs. And traditionally, the students or the yogi would move through the asanas to prepare the body for the stillness that was to come. So keep that in mind too. It might be helpful to go to a yoga class or maybe go to the gym or go for a run. Do something active first to help prepare your body for being still. And so now we get to the point where we pay attention to our breathing. And again, I really like to encourage my students to just simply pay attention to your breath, feel how it feels in your body to take a full in big inhalation, and then feel how good it feels to exhale really big and releasing all of that stale air and all that energy that you've been carrying with you and just really start to relish in the wonderful feeling of a full breath and a full exhalation. And, you know, I wouldn't try to control it that much at first. It just I just want you to be aware. How are you breathing? How are you carrying it inside your body? Be the silent observer of your natural breath. Being aware is the most important part of the process, regardless of what type of meditation that you're doing. And then once you are acutely aware of how you're breathing, then you can start paying attention to your body. 
if you're not experiencing your stomach rising and falling with each breath then you may be again breathing with your accessory muscles so it's important to have your breath enter through your nostrils and then leave through your mouth naturally this will also encourage the natural relaxation response and encourage all the proper cascade of the movement of the breath And then once you filled yourself with fresh air from your diaphragm to your lungs, then you release and you let it all out. And you should feel your stomach move toward your spine. So if for some reason you're breathing and when you exhale, you feel your stomach come out, you're doing it completely backwards, which is fine, but just be aware and then you can correct it. And so then um, at this point, you once you've gone through all these different things, you should then be at the point where you're establishing a rhythm. And once that rhythm is established, you will find that your meditation just flows easily and naturally. So finally, before we finish up and I take you through a, a lovely guided meditation, I just want to take you through a few things to keep in mind as you start to make your practice your own. Number one, again, and some of these might... I might sound redundant, but I really, these are important and I really want you to hear them and implement them. So set aside a regular time and let everyone know of your intentions. And by everyone, I mean your family or anyone that might um, be interruptive or um, be wanting to have your time instead. So let them know that you're setting aside this time for yourself and that you will be happier and more relaxed and healthier once you're done and you'll be more able to commit time to them once you've committed this time for yourself. The next piece is to pick a location and I talked about setting up your own little altar and your own little space. Make it soothing and relaxing and out of the way of any motion and commotion from the household. Um, Again, like scented candles, a comfy pillow, a rug, um, maybe some crystals and incense, whatever it is that puts you at ease. Just bring that to your space, even if it's just a little corner in one room of the house. The next piece, again, is to educate yourself with all of the information that you can gather until you figure out what works for you. Okay, so this is all about figuring out what resonates with you, what makes you happy, what makes you feel relaxed, and how you're going to get there. How much time does that take? Not very much, but we have to be willing to spend the time to experiment and to explore in order to find out really what that um, individual answer is for each of us. All right, so now we're to the good part, my favorite part, the actual meditation part. So I want you to, again, come to a comfortable seat. And if you're driving, you can go ahead and pause it and come back to this later. Hopefully you're not driving. Okay, so just go ahead, come to a comfortable seat, close your eyes, get comfy. Take a big inhale in. Fill up all the way from your roots. Feel your diaphragm expand. Feel your lungs expand. Feel the breath come all the way up, maybe even into your throat. And then just let it all out with a big sigh. And feel that stomach collapse into your spine as you let it out. Again, take a big breath in really slow and deep 
and let it all out. Release everything from your day. And now just come and place your hand on your heart, which will encourage you to drop into your heart space. Maybe you can feel your heart beating under your hand. I want you to just continue to breathe, relax slow on your own, at your own rhythm, at your own pace. Let your body take over what it knows how to do naturally. Now, I want you to, with your hands on your heart, start to give thanks. What are you thankful for? What are you appreciative of? Are you thankful for your body? Are we thankful for all the things it enables you to do? We're thankful for the fact that it's not perfect because of all of the things that that teaches us. We're thankful for the place that this body takes us. We're thankful for the vessel that it has been provided for us on this life. Our bodies are so miraculous and amazing and can withstand so much and can heal so easily if we just let it. So now I want you to bring your hands down into your lap and just relax. I want you to bring your attention to your crown where your hair attaches to your scalp. And as you inhale, bring your attention to those places. And as you exhale, release all the tension. Let it all go. Feel the crown of your head relax. Now bring your attention to your jaw and your face, your cheeks and your eye sockets. On your inhale, and then on your exhale, just release all the tension there. If your tongue is attached to the roof of your mouth, let that go as well. Inhale, bring your attention to your neck. Is it tight and twisted and knotty? And on the exhale, just let it all go. Visualize those knots unwinding everything relaxing and releasing. Now bring your attention on the next inhale to your shoulders. And how do your shoulders feel across your chest and across your back? Are they open and wide? Or are they contracted and tight? Whichever way it is, on your next exhale, just release all the tension and let everything fall into a neutral position, knowing that your body knows exactly where it needs to be right now. Now we bring the energy down again into our heart space. And we say thank you, thank you, thank you. And as we inhale really deeply and exhale again, we release 
all the emotion and the stress that we're holding in our chest and in our heart. Just let it all go. On the next inhale, bring in golden light into the heart space and allow it to expand on the next exhale. Just fill up your entire chest with beautiful golden light so that only the highest and best energy is allowed to fill up your body and your heart space. And now we move our attention down to the abdomen and we feel our belly <clears throat> expand with an inhale and naturally fall inwards with each exhale. Maybe we place our hands on our belly and as we feel it expand, we just infuse it with love. Feel the love coming through your palms and into your abdomen, into your belly. And say, thank you, I love you belly. This is your core, this is one of your main power centers. This is where your self-esteem lives. And just say thank you for the self-esteem and the power and the choices and the way you support me. Because your core supports your back and without a strong core, then we often have an injured back. So make sure we send our core and our belly some love. And now we move down into our sacral area, our seat of creativity and our seat of safety. And as we breathe deep, just allow it to fill up with the beautiful orange light, feeling warm and fulfilled and safe and full. And as you exhale, release any tension, release any emotions, release any expectations that you have for that area. And now we move down into the root. And our root technically goes all the way down to our feet. So just breathe in, breathe in all the energy that we've been bringing in from the crown all the way down to our feet now with a big exhalation. Let all the energy just flow out of our feet into the earth. We're connected with Mother Gaia, with Mother Earth. We are rooted and grounded. And let's thank Mother Gaia for all that she does to support us. She allows us to exist on her sacred planet. Continue to breathe softly at your own pace. When you're ready, come back into your body. Wiggle your fingers and your toes. Take one last big inhale and let it all out with a big sigh. Exhale. And when you're ready, open your eyes to the room. And I want to thank you for joining me today. 
and I look forward to hearing your feedback and I will see you on the next episode of Light Body Radio. Namaste.